Don't be an enemy of the cross. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. Today we're moving on in Luke chapter 19. We're going to be in verses 11 through 27. And this is a long teaching. Uh, It's a parable of Jesus uh, that helps his listeners understand uh, the way in which the inbreaking kingdom of God was being inaugurated in the present, uh, but would ultimately reign in the future. Um, the expectation of many followers of Jesus at that time, particularly those uh, who were Jewish uh, in their background, was that the kingdom was going to appear promptly, uh, that their Messiah would be both a political and spiritual Messiah, that he would lead them in this earthly realm and make them great, a force to be reckoned with, and then uh, would be their savior and redeemer in eternity. Um, And so Jesus uses this teaching to address that very issue. Uh, But also, um, he issues a very strong warning for those who would be enemies of the cross, those who would shut out the love of God in this earthly life. Um, and reject him and not see him for who he is. And so we'll encounter that warning at the end of the passage as well. Uh, Before we get into the word, let's go to the Father. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another day, and we're grateful that you're here with us. Uh, We pray that you would lead and guide us through this text, Lord God, so that your Spirit would awaken in us all the truths you have for us. And Lord, we pray too that you would um, lead us in applying these things in our lives. Um, We want your word to have its maximum transformative impact in our lives. And uh, we want to be, ultimately, Lord, we want to grow to be more like you. We want to follow your lead in everything. We want to act and think and move like you moved when you lived on this earth. Uh, So that in all that we do and all that we say, people would be drawn to you, uh, that their eyes would be turned to Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. And so, Lord, we give you thanks for your word. Teach us through it today, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, Luke 19, 11 through 27. Luke writes, While they were listening to this, he went on to tell them a parable because he was near Jerusalem, and the people thought that the kingdom of God was going to appear at once. He said, A man of noble birth went to a distant country to have himself appointed king and then to return. So he called ten of his servants and gave them ten minas. Put this money to work, he said, until I come back. But his subjects hated him and sent a delegation after him to say, We don't want this man to be our king. He was made king, however, and returned home. Then he sent for the servants to whom he had given the money in order to find out what they had gained with it. The first one came and said, Sir, your your mina has earned ten more. Well done, my good servant, his master replied, because you have been trustworthy in very small matters. Take charge of ten cities. The second came and said, Sir, your mina has earned five more. His master answered, You take charge of five cities. Then another servant came and said, Sir... Here is your mina. I have kept it laid away in a piece of cloth. I was afraid of you because you are a hard man. You take out what you did not put in and reap what you did not sow. 
His master replied, I will judge you by your own words, you wicked servant. You knew, did you, that I am a hard man, taking out what I did not put in and reaping what I did not sow? Why then didn't you put my money on deposit so when I came back, I could have collected it with interest? Then he said to those standing by, Take his mina away from him and give it to the one who has ten minas. Sir, they said, he already has ten. He replied, I tell you that to everyone who has, more will be given. But as for the one who has nothing, even what they have will be taken away. But those enemies of mine who did not want me to be king over them, bring them here and kill them in front of me. This is a strong teaching, and it is a parable, of course. And so Jesus is taking uh, these fictionalized characters and putting them in a scenario to teach something about his kingdom. And clearly, as we get into the text, uh, starting in verse 12, we see that Jesus is the man of noble birth. He came from heaven to this distant country earth uh, to have himself appointed king. He is our appointed king. He is God's anointed and appointed one. And uh, then he says it was the plan that the, the man would return to his home country. And that's exactly what Jesus did after his resurrection. He ascended to return to the Father. Uh, So he calls together ten servants and he gives them each, he dispenses to each of them some of his wealth. And he tells them to put the money to work. Um, In a very real way, this is the Lord depositing the gospel to each of us. And and we're called to put the gospel to work. We're called to carry the gospel into the world. And some of us um, do that with joyful hearts and we are excited about seeing the gospel grow and have impact and we embrace that mission we embrace that calling and uh, each of us is going to have the impact that we have if we take seriously our calling for the gospel and we see in the first couple of sections of his conversations with his uh, servants he had one who took the mina and, and grew it into 10 more he had one who took the mina and grew it into five more And he rewards those servants and puts them in charge of even more. He puts them in charge of um, uh, the regional leaders of small groupings of cities. And so their reward was uh, that they got called to more leadership and to have more impact. And uh, so as we're trustworthy with the little things that God calls us to do, uh, he will call us to do more. He'll entrust us with more leadership because he knows he can trust our hearts. He knows it will go to work uh, for the kingdom's sake and have impact for him. We're not going to just sit on our hands. Um, But the third servant we learn about was afraid of the master. He had opinions of the master that weren't necessarily right or true, but they're opinions that kept him from putting the money to work. He thought, uh, the calculation I'm going to make is if I do nothing and I at least have the money I can give back to the master, he won't be severe with me. Instead, he was quite wrong. The master expected that he would take the the gift that he'd been entrusted with and do something with it. And he's punished for uh, not doing uh, what he could have done to grow the master's uh, mina. Uh, he, he was not a trustworthy steward of the deposit. And uh, so he's punished for that. Um, His position toward the master was quite different than the first two. The first two servants gladly took uh, the deposit and made it and put it to work and made the master more money. Uh, In the sense of those of us who are servants of the gospel, 
we take the deposit of the gospel and we and we put it to work in the world we we dispense the gospel we share it with others and we reap a harvest for our master jesus and uh, he says you've been trustworthy with this small deposit that i've given you and you've done great things with it um, it's really the holy spirit of god doing it through us as we trust god um, with even the resources that he gives us and uh, the third servant uh, was uh, calculating wrong that the master uh, would punish him if he lost the money the master would have celebrated his efforts um, but he did nothing instead and he was punished for his lack of faith um, in that sense he was working against the master's will and um, as Jesus closes out this teaching we see uh, some harsh words. The king in the story says, "Tell everyone who has, uh, tell I tell you, everyone that has will be given more, and those who have nothing, even that will be taken from them. Uh, whatever you've done with the deposit, if you've grown it, you'll have the opportunity to grow more. If you've done nothing, then even the little you have will be taken." Um, the king in the story says, "Bring those enemies of mine." to me and kill them in front of me and that is a foreshadowing of those who would be enemies of the cross that their end will be their destruction that they will that they will be um, rewarded accordingly for how they uh, acted in this life if they worked against the gospel of jesus if they were direct enemies if they were in opposition to the gospel of jesus uh, they will um, receive uh, judgment and punishment. And now that's not a threat. That's God being God. Um, he will exercise judgment on those who oppose him, on those who live against him in this life. Um, his justice is uh, fair and relenting with those who reckon their hearts with God and, and recognize their need for him. But for those who oppose him, those who shut out love, those who push back on the gospel, uh, they will find that um, they will have no place with Jesus uh, in his eternity. And that's not God being harsh necessarily. That's God following through on what God said he will do. Uh, we have this life to reckon our hearts with God. The Bible says it's appointed once for man to die and then the judgment. And if you die in your earthly life not having dealt with your need for God, not having embraced the gospel, not having embraced the call to be his disciple, uh, then you'll find that you will spend your eternity much like you spent your earthly life apart from him. And uh, that's you deciding, not God deciding for you. All right, my friends, this is a challenging teaching. Um, and we should be careful not to take Jesus' words out of context. Um, he is saying something clear here about his kingdom. He's also saying something clear here about those who would oppose him and uh, push against the gospel and work against the gospel. And uh, we must wrestle with not just the words of Jesus that settle with us well, but we must wrestle also with the words of Jesus that challenge us and um, confuse us and confront us. And this is one of those passages. All right, my friends, let's pray that God will continue to teach us through his word as we consider these things today. And that will grow to have deeper insight and understanding as his spirit is working in our hearts. God bless. Thanks for listening.